Would you like to win and achieve success at what you do? Welcome to the Winner's Ways Podcast, where we create winners every day. And now, your host, the author of Winner's Ways book and life coach, Bola Alabi. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Winner's Ways podcast. This podcast is for you if you want to accomplish your dream. And because of that, I have a dreamer, the author of the dream machine uh, with us today. Uh, I have Dane Espergard, uh, and we are going to be talking about uh, dream machine. Uh, Dane uh, recently wrote a book, The Dream Machine a leader's guide to creating teams of high performers who achieve extraordinary things. So I'm excited to have Dane join us today. Hey, Dane, how are you? I'm great, Bola. I'm excited for the conversation. Awesome. So uh, who is Dane Espergaard? I am a uh, husband and father of two wonderful little ladies. And... Um, I'm, I'm somebody who's always dreaming and cooking up new things. And, and uh, uh, I'd say I'm an entrepreneur at heart as well. Awesome. Awesome. So I love talking about dreams. Uh, whether you are thinking about Martin Luther King, I have the dream speech, or you mm-hmm. talk about Joseph in the Bible, or uh, maybe it's uh, that single mom uh, working so hard to create a future for herself and her kids. Uh, I believe we all have dreams of things we want to accomplish. So I want to ask you, Dane, why are you working on helping people to, you know, fulfill their dreams? Yeah. Um, why I'm working to help people fulfill their dreams is I, I think it's, it's some of the best work that I can do. I think that, you know, it took me a while, but I've, I've been in the direct sales world for about 20 years. So I've had the opportunity to work with thousands of, of, uh, of individuals from different walks of life, different backgrounds. And, and uh, through that, I found kind of what my strengths are, which is giving energy and vision. And I think that those two lined up a lot with the dreams topic. And, um, you know, in my line of work, I'm constantly talking to people about goals and, and achievements. And it, I think it was just a natural progression to start talking about dreams. And once I started on that, I think I found that um, it really unlocked a certain part of people and, and opened them up and got them more excited than any, anything else. So for me, I get, you know, it, it's my job now. I get to talk to people about dreams, but it's also like every time I do it, I, do, I, I feel feel I feel filled up by it. Oh, awesome. I, I love talking about dreams as well, because, you know, the more we can get people to accomplish their goals, uh, in my opinion, the more they can live a fulfilled life. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm going to, you know, go to your book, The Dream Machine. Uh, can you just uh, help us to understand the takeaway from your book? What is it about? What do you want people to learn, uh, you know, from reading your book? So the book is written more, it's more geared towards a small business owner or, or large business owner or somebody who's in a leadership position of a team. 
And it's written to be a guide, basically an A to Z guide for any team leader on how they can set up a culture that's centered around achieving your dreams. And so it talks about like our workshop, which is where we help kind of facilitate the creation of somebody's dreams list. Mm -hmm. And we talk about how to take action on that and then how to foster uh, a, a team unity around people accomplishing their dreams. So that's that's what my the goal is with the book is to help as many organizations set that up as possible. And then the premise of the book is, is I love this quote, but the whole premise of the book is that when there's hope in the future, there's power in the present. Mm. And so it's, it's bringing people closer to what their vision is or clear with what their vision is so that they have more personal power in the now. I want you to repeat that. You said when there is hope in the yep. future, there is power in the present. Yeah. When there's hope in the future, there's power in the present. I like that. So what you are saying is uh, if people feel hopeful about their future, they will have the, you know, the motivation, the power to do yeah. whatever it takes uh, that will move them forward towards that. Yep. I think that's the message you are passing across it, right there. Yeah. It's, you know, when you think about it, it's like the example I use often is somebody's wedding date. You know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden somebody gets married or I'm not, not gets married, sets the date. And between now and that date, they're on this health quest, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's easiest that it's ever been to not hit the snooze in the morning and actually go work out and to choose the smoothie instead of the donut. And mm-hmm. all the decisions that lead to success become so much easier because there's such a clear image of you on, on, you know, in front of your friends and family and, and the photos live forever. And so I think when it comes to like people living in their, you know, personal power, a lot of it isn't that these are hard decisions. It's that there's no, there's no motivation behind the decision. They're not attached to anything. Like, why should I get up and work out today? What am I, you know, what am I moving towards? And so there's gotta be that a destination and we can just set those for ourselves over and over again. We don't, we don't need it to be a life event, like a wedding. And you know what, from what you just said uh, right now, Dane, why do you think uh, there is that lack of motivation uh, in people uh, in terms of going after their dreams? Why, why is it that some people are just uh, non-challenged, if we put it that way, uh, about dreams or having goals? What, why is that? We're not taught how to do it. You know, we have as, as a young individual, like children, it's innate. They're great at dreaming. They're great at, you know, thinking about anything is possible. And then what happens is normal society, our hand is held up until we're about 22 years old, mm-hmm. right? So in other words, okay, now you're going to go to the eighth grade and now you're going to go to the ninth grade. And then people start engaging you to say, hey, Bola, what do you want to do for, you know, long-term? What do you think you want to do? And then you're, then, hey, you should probably go to college. And then you're kind of ushered into college. And, and you just, and, and this is, for me, this is the truth. I just kind of went one year to the next because that's what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is when somebody graduates college at 20, call 21, 22, 23 years old, there's nobody that's really holding their hand anymore. It's okay. I have a degree. I get a job. They become my child. <laughs> yeah. And, and they get their job and mm-hmm. their bosses. It's not their responsibility necessarily to say, Hey, Bola, let's talk about the five-year vision for you or the 10-year vision. Cause most people's first job out of college, that's not their life's work. They're not thinking, yes, I landed a job at this HR firm. I'm set for life. And so what happens then is we start filling our time with obligations, right? So, okay, I'm a member of this one team and I got a job to do. And then now I'm a husband and now I'm a father. So, you know, 
well, I don't really give, you know, I don't give myself time to sit there and, and think what, what do I want to do because I have all these obligations. And so I think what happens is, you know, we just, we lack purpose because we're just kind of checking boxes. Right. Right. And that's, that's really sad. Uh, you said that uh, dream system is an opportunity for individuals to become better at solving problems. I love to solve problems because I think if we can solve problems, uh, we can create a better world, right? Mm-hmm. So how does that work? By how, does, uh, how will this dream system help me to solve problems? Yeah, it takes a total opposite approach to problem. You know, you hear problem and you typically associate that with negative, like, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm stuck. It's a problem. I got to get yeah. through it. Uh-huh. Well, the dreams concept is... The idea behind this is kind of like chosen, the difference between forced growth and chosen growth, right? So forced growth is what most people go through. Like, oh, I had a kid. I better be better with my time management because I now have to worry about, you know, this and this. And chosen growth is I'm going to grow myself before that time comes. Mm-hmm. And so when I get to parenting, it's like, oh, this actually, there's challenges, but I'm more prepared than what I would have been. Right. So problems in life, a lot of people, you know, oh, there's a problem. COVID, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. What are we supposed to do? And, uh-huh. and this is actually when I wrote the book, we've been doing this dreams thing in our organization since 2013, but I didn't really get to see all the benefits of it until COVID happened. Because when the pandemic happened, most of our organization, like corporately nationwide, mm-hmm. really was stalled by that, right? Like, what are right. we going to do? They I got the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I got to see my team just immediately start going into solution finding mode. And what I recognized was when they're going after their dreams, every time they set a dream, they, they say, I'm going to do this. That's essentially a problem that they're solving. Mm-hmm. How do I afford this? How do I find the time to do it? How do I make sure that I'm still achieving over here, but I have time for this? And so what I didn't recognize is every time that we're encouraging our team members to go after their dreams, what I'm asking them to do is regularly identify a problem, find solutions, and achieve you know, your breakthrough, which is the same thing you would do for a negative problem right? When it comes to work or society or community or whatever. Right. So, uh, and I know you wrote this book for maybe business leaders so mm-hmm. that they can learn how to retain and grow uh, top talent. So I want to ask, how can uh, business leaders leverage the power of dream machines to help their employees? Uh, because if you, if you think about it, uh, most leaders, they only care about results, right? You yes. want results, yeah. uh, deliver certain uh, amount of products or make certain number of sales calls, right? Uh, we want results. But how do uh, you think business leaders can balance the need to achieve results, which is very, very important, and also developing the capacities, the skills and talent of, uh, of their employees so that you know, we can have that win-win um, uh, mm-hmm. goals. Yeah, I think it boils down to one thing, which is employee engagement. Nice. You know, it's, it is, um, it's sad how disengaged many people are when it comes to their work, right? And so mm-hmm. they learn how to do their job. And then what do they do? They can kind of do it. A lot of people can do their job in their sleep, right? I was just talking to a friend of mine that's in a sales role. And that individual earns really good income. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, he earns six figures. And I said, how much do you work? And he said, I work 20 hours a week. And I said, 20 nice. hours. He goes, I've whittled, it, I've whittled it down to 20 hours Very a week. Awesome. And he goes, and there's not, for me to go and say, I'm going to work 40, the return isn't there. So yeah. this individual is disengaged mm-hmm. and their, his company is not getting the most of this guy, right? So when I think about the dreams concept, what it does is it engages that person with life. Mm-hmm. And it's really, in my experience, it's difficult for somebody to be massively engaged over here. You know, the whole like, I have a work life and a home life. Like, I don't really believe that anymore. I think those lines have been completely wiped away. It's like, we have one life. In a lot of cases, we work from home, right? right? And so if I can get somebody focused on their health, getting up, working out, focused on growing themselves, saving more money, learning new skills, there's no way that that new individual or a heightened person isn't going to perform at a higher level at work. Yeah, right. So you just said uh, we don't have a work life and a personal life. We have one life. Uh, I like that. Uh, I'm the guy that always tell people to, you know, balance their work life and their uh, personal mm-hmm. life. Now I'm hearing something different from you. Well, you I, I, I know there is one bola. Yeah, <laughs> I've got one life, whether it's my work or in my yeah. personal life. But uh, we, we always tend to separate the two. That hey, when I'm at work, I have all professional, uh, yep. know how the boundaries, know how the yep. work ethics. At home, maybe I'm I'm kind of more relaxed, have fun, laugh, joke. So mm-hmm. how do you think we can, you know, uh, balance the two, uh, the private life or personal life compared with uh, yeah. work life? Well, I think, it's, I think it's just a new work environment than what it used to be, right? When you think about the, the old management styles, right. it was that. Mm-hmm. It was, hey, here's what's right and here's what's proper. You, when you're here at work, this is you professional work. When you go home, that is your private life. But the way that even, again, how we work and the spaces that we work in, that's just, that's different. And so to say, you know, in in balance is tough. It's never really balanced, right? It's like, how how can I get the ebb and flow to feel good is really what Mm -hmm. it is, right? Mm -hmm. And what, you know, there's so many studies that have happened, you know, these things happen all the time, but with with COVID and what was called the great resignation, right? There's all of these studies that happened from Gallup and surveys and that were, that were trying to figure out like, what are employees today wanting? And one of the things is that they want to be valued for, for who they are as an individual. Mm-hmm. And that gets to the whole, am I supposed to be valuing the work BOLA or the who you are as an individual. Mm-hmm. And what people are craving is transparency and genuine connections. Right. And so when what I found and what works with this dreams concept is that if somebody wants to adopt this in their business, they have to be willing to do it themselves. Right. And so this took off in my business because I was living my dreams out loud. And Bola as a, as a, called a leader of a team or a business owner, it's weird because you know, I don't know what your past with work is, but for me, when I was 18, 19, 20, I was working in an organization and I was attracted to stay at that organization because I saw the lives of the people that were maybe five, 10 years older than me. I said, I mean, it looks like they're having fun. looks like they're making good money. I, I didn't know, but that's what I was attracted to. Right. And then 
what happened is as I advanced and grew in my business, I started to shield my personal life from the people in my organization. I didn't realize what I was doing was cutting off the ability for them to be attracted to want to stay in this organization. And why did I cut that off? I think there's a normal tendency to kind of, well, I don't want to share these trips that I'm going on because I know that they're on my, like I make more than what they do. I'm in a different financial situation. I get to pick when I take my time off. Maybe they can't. So there's some hesitancy to share that because it's like, well, I don't want them to resent me. Right. But what I found is that when we brought the vocabulary of dreams into work and let's say Bowley, you're on my team and I'm like, hey, man, I want you to live your dreams. What's the next thing up? What, when can you go on your next trip? What, like, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Right. Well, that gave me permission then to live my life out loud mm-hmm. and actually have my team members cheer me on because, you know, they're not resenting. They're like, oh, he's he's living his dreams. And so it brings a really cool, positive opportunity to be more transparent. Yeah, I like that. So uh, in your book, uh, you shared a story which I think uh, will resonate with uh, many people. Uh, that's about your close friend, Jane, uh, who you said they work extremely hard uh, in their career, uh, hoping that someday at retirement, uh, mm-hmm. they will start traveling and having fun. I know that many people will understand that concept here in America. Uh, and you said they had uh, maybe uh, dashed hope uh, or dashed mm-hmm. dream. Uh, that's what I think you call it. Because uh, at that retirement, uh, maybe one of them got sick and they yeah. couldn't travel uh, as they had planned. I, I found this uh, really sad. And, uh, you know, you, you just mentioned the concept of one life. Uh, my wife and I, sometimes we joke around, especially when... She wants us to just spend money, enjoy, have fun. Uh, she will tell me that, hey, Bola, we have one life. We got to enjoy it. And um, I, I've seen personally some people that delay that uh, fun, that happiness. So maybe someday, someday yep. in the future, so to get in a nice house someday in the future, to mm-hmm. maybe go on vacation someday in future. So I think your dream list may be able to help people. Maybe I have a dream list, uh, maybe travel to to somewhere, maybe in the next two years. Yeah, I don't know how your dream list is structured, but I want to hear from you. How can people that have such mentality uh, of delayed uh, fun? How can yep. they delayed have, gratification, right? Delayed yeah, gratification. How can they have fun? Of course, also, but, and also plan for their future. How is that possible? So they absolutely can go together. And the whole dreams concept, it is not meant to be like, never think about tomorrow, spend it all today, live in the now. That's not, that, that's not the, the, the true you know, in, intention of it. So everybody's wired differently. And there are definitely people that are, you know, hey, we're going we're gonna to do all this and this is the work portion of our lives and then we're going to get to this, this spot. So it doesn't need to be a, we're going to do all these things right now. What I would challenge that person to be is, well, what's something that you could do that would spice it up a little bit more, right? And mm-hmm. so when we do the dreams list, we go through nine categories 
And one of them is travel. So it's not uncommon for somebody to have 50 to 100 places they'd love to go to in the world, right? Mm -hmm. World's a big place. There's a lot of great, great places. So there's travel, there's adventure, there's material things like, hey, I'd like, I really want to spoil myself and buy this, but ah, I've always, always <laughs> put it off, right? Yeah. There's that. There's uh, like a dream home would go on the material list. There's uh, financial and career. There's... Um, so some of it might be like starting a side business might be a dream, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then there's relationships, there's health, mental and physical, there's charity, there's legacy. So when we go through all of these, the idea is to build this massive menu mm -hmm. of a couple hundred things on there. And then from that, it's looking and saying, well, what's something I could do in the next couple of months? Right. And sometimes it's as small as, you know what, on my list, I have, uh, I want to go uh, karaoke for the first time ever. So the next date night with my wife, we're crossing a dream off of my list, which is right. go karaoke, right? So right. it's, it's different. It adds some extra excitement to the relationship because it's like, this is a new thing. We haven't done this. I'm getting out of my comfort zone. And what happens then is that kind of wakes people up to like, that was cool. What next? So it can be something as small as that. It could be something as big as a, you know, two week trip. Like there's a lot of different different things. And I think as people start going down this path, it can be a, you don't have to rip the bandaid off. It can be just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So I, I like it. Uh, I think Jack Canfield asked something similar. Uh, he did not call it uh, a dream list, uh, but he said people should create like list of whatever they want to accomplish and just put some time frame. And yep. they'll not maybe bucket list or something. I forgot what it, what, what they call it. So that people will now be checking off the list. And you know, yep. I, I think that can create uh, some fulfillment. Uh when yeah. you see yourself accomplishing all these dreams. I I think everyone needs to create a dream list, right? I do too. Uh, so your book. Where can we find the book? I know it's on Amazon. Where else can we? Uh, yeah, Amazon, it's online, obviously. And then also anybody who wants to pick up a free PDF version, I decided to start doing this at the beginning of this year, just in, a, in the spirit of trying to help as many people dream as possible. So if somebody goes to my website, they can get a free PDF, like a downloadable version. Awesome. Um, and they just it's just daneespagard.com and then forward slash free gift. Mm -hmm. And it'll 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 be a little landing page that somebody can grab a free copy there. Oh, that's good. That's very generous of you. Uh, thanks for sharing that. I'm gonna also put that in my show notes so Great. that uh, my listeners can go find it and download and start dreaming because we got a dream, right? That's right. Uh, so uh, then, when when you are not writing, I know you are into sales. When you are not uh, selling uh, or leading your team, uh, what do you do for fun? Uh, I love sports and competing. So I play, uh, I play volleyball every week. I play basketball every week. Those are the main two sports. And then uh, uh, hanging out with my family. And then we, we like to travel, even if it's just short little things here or there. We like exploring, you know, new areas. Oh, that's awesome. So I, I'm a soccer coach. I love soccer. So I get to play almost every week. Uh, we are close for summer right now. So not playing. But I get to watch uh, my daughter uh, play basketball every week. So that's mm -hmm. also fun for me. Uh, as we are rounding up uh, this interview, uh, Dane, um, what would you uh, 
maybe want to share with my uh, listeners in terms of maybe I just need one or two minutes of uh, motivational message from you to give people that, hey, guys, don't stop dreaming. Create your dream list because if you dream it, you can achieve it. Something like that. Can you share with me? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think if I were talking to anybody who's you know let's say stuck and just kind of like the oh, I'm just in this, I think one is that you know we're a constant work in progress. It's often that people will, you know, they'll have moments where they look and they're like, oh, I'm 40 and like this. I didn't think this is what life would be at at 40. And in my my challenge, them would say, okay, well, hey, you're 40 and here's where you're at. But 45 can be the, the best between now and 45 can be the most exciting five years. And so I think it's just reminding that it's like, look, we're a work in progress. But if we don't know, if we don't have a destination, that progress isn't always positive. It's not a guarantee that I'm progressing, right? And mm-hmm. in, in evolving to a better me. But if I have a lot of destinations, even if they're small, I'm most likely going to be moving forward and evolving into a better version of me. And, and if I can do that, I would assume me at 45 is probably living a better life and is more fulfilled than, than me at 40. And that could be fulfilled in so many different ways, seeing the world more, having better, more passionate relationships or, you know, forgiving people or being healthier. You know, there's so many different ways to define, you know, success in life, not just by, you know, what's in the bank account. I like that. So I also wrote a book, uh, The Winner's Ways. And what you just said now was uh, how I define success. It's, it's not just by the amount of money in one's yeah. bank account. Uh, that's important, uh, by the way. But it's about fulfilling uh, your goals, uh, fulfilling your dreams, going after your dreams and accomplishing everything that you set your heart to do. I, I like the concept that you just shared. Uh, we are all work in progress. And uh, you said, uh, if we don't have a destination, uh, we cannot know if we are making progress or not. So uh, the, the last message that I'm just going to leave out here is that um, everyone, you, you need to have goals. You need to have dreams. Uh, create your dreams, dreams list. Uh, check out Dane's uh, website, daneespega.com. Uh, uh, and don't forget, you can download this book for free as well. And uh, that's where we are wrapping it up uh, for today. Thank you very much for your time, Dane. You bet. It was my pleasure. Great conversation. All right. This episode of Winner's Ways podcast has come to a close. We hope you enjoy and learn something from today's show. We want you to win and excel in all areas of your life. And we regularly explore and share information with our listeners to empower them to win. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for more tips and strategies to help you find the success that you've always dreamt of. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you more podcast episodes to empower you. We will love to have you again next week. Now, keep winning.